showing up happy Sunday it is the beginning of summer nationals this week yes sir this is gonna Tuesday, be great I believe yeah like Brownstown yeah I think they start off in Brownstown and yeah it should be a good show uh, for the hell tour this year I think they're gonna it's gonna be a good show regardless but I mean there's gonna be a lot of racing 36 dates and 35 tracks so it's a little drawn out more this it year. Definitely, I think, than it definitely, yeah. Past. So well, it'll be I, interesting to see uh, see how it treats these guys. I've been talking about how I think the problem I think with the summer nationals is it's like too corporatized. It's gotten too too much money being thrown around at these events, and I think what they're doing is great. They're trying to get more tracks there and all that, but I mean the Hell Store started initially as like ten days, right? It was ten uh, days. It was ten races. They did it in like ten days. It was a one. It was like a week and a half, sh you know, deal. And now it wasn't it's, very long. Now, yeah. Now it's got, you know, 36, 35, 36 races and thirty five different tracks. Well, they're making it almost a little harder on the racer, just with. I'm not growing a mullet, Alan. <laughs> Stip. Yeah, he said my hair is too short to be hanging <laughs> with you guys. Oh, hey yeah. guys. <laughs> oh man. He had a decent run last night, didn't he? Yeah, yeah it ended up good. fifth. Ran didn't, over didn't Chris Didn't realize Cran it was him until, for some reason, I saw the Cornish construction on the yeah. corner. And I'm like, wait a minute, I've seen that before. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's still. He kind of got into Chris a little bit, but Chris didn't have nowhere to go because Neville spun. Yeah, I saw oh, that. And there's the Declan. Stretch. There's Declan. Oh, Kiwi. Oh, Kiwi. Kiwi. <laughs> so, well, I guess we got enough in here. So, everybody, welcome to another edition of the Saturday Night Short Track Update. I'm your somewhat host, Big Guy Bry. Got our, our somewhat co-host, our, our, <laughs> our God, our informational God, Jeffrey Hall, mm -hmm. and special guest Wolverine. People, you didn't know I that know we about knew Wolverine. Well, I got rid of the sideburns a long time ago. I know, but that's how I know you. So, <laughs> <laughs> Zach, cool, too cool, too cool. I I made a joke last week. I was like, it's so cool that he's coming on. Get what I did there? <laughs> yeah. No pun intended. No right? pun intended. It was cool though. No, I want to start by thanking our sponsors. Uh, first and foremost, Logo Wear. Thanks for hooking us up. Always getting our shirts and hats and needs taken care of. If you need anything print, designed, get a hold of Carmen over there at Logo Wear Metamora. She'll take care of you. Um, 12 shirt minimum for a screen printing press run, which is pretty low. You're normally seeing people wanting 25 to 40 or 50 shirts before they'll do a run. So she does real low run um, production. Does really good embroidery. Um, I love all of their stuff, so want to shout them out. Tell them thanks for helping us out. So another another sponsor I wanted to cover, too, was Illini Racing Supply. Jeremy, Mike down there in Decatur, uh, they were doing quite a bit of racing. Looks like they've had kind of some bad luck lately, too. So we're hoping things turn around for them. But if you need anything to get faster or repair that beat-up body or get a new helmet or mm -hmm. uh, a new um, Hans device, they got you over there, Illini Racing Supply, so check them out. So... Um, also want to thank up Travis from Throwback Brand. Uh, I've got uh, this new natural light. There's a lot light. of natural lighting in here. 
Uh, I he posted he posted this hat on his page, and I immediately messaged him. I was like, "Please, can you send me that?" And and here it is. So this is awesome. I love it. And he's a you know he's a big supporter of the show. He loves it when we uh, we talk him up. So if you're out there listening, Travis, we appreciate it, man. So we'll get right in here, Jeff. Um, I guess you were talking about we're wanting to take a week off next week. Are you getting burnt yeah, out? Are you no. getting a little burnt out, Jeff, or what? I don't typically <laughs> typically go to races on Sundays unless it's a Spoon River special yeah. on a holiday weekend. But they're doing a uh, tribute race, I guess you can say, for Gary Webb up at East Moline. And okay. Gary Webb's somebody that I grew up watching and was one of my favorite drivers, and I, I want to go up there and attend that race. So Yeah, no, that would be cool for you to, to get up there and have a little time away. Who knows, maybe I'll... Uh, Maybe we'll do the show without you. Who knows? I mean, we uh, could. We might just take you, the week you, off. Yeah, I mean, we've been going pretty hard. Full, full, uh, full hot lap hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, homo, dude, we're almost to forty episodes already. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. This is like be. number thirty-nine, or this could be. What do you guys have? Four shows now? <sighs> yeah, almost so many. Three or four. We've got. Well, uh, you got historic heroes. Yep. Two strokes with jokes. Saturday Night Short Track Racing Update. A's versus B's. Yeah, so we're at four. Four shows, yeah. So when you got four shows, that, that adds it up quick. It adds up quick. When you get it, it once really a week. <laughs> sometimes I feel like we don't ever stop. It's just yeah, constant and all the time. That's, that's what, what I was thinking, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've been going hardcore on it, and we can take a Sunday off and yeah. enjoy and, it. And, 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 and eventually we'll restructure this show to where we're not having a guest all the time. Because I do want to cover more results, and yes. I know we are really – Setting our ways to, you know, to, to be Peoria, you know, mainly. And, and that's just our decision that we made this year was that we were really going to do our best to help Peoria out and promote them. Um, because like every other short track, they, they need help anyway. So uh, we're not, we're not, we're just not doing this because we don't, you know, we don't want to help everybody. We do, but Peoria is, is important uh, to all of us. I mean, mm-hmm. you raced there, you've there. worked there. I grew up, you know, yeah, it's, it's part of our history. So, um, I know we do cover Peoria a lot, and I do apologize that we're not able to cover every track. But like I said months ago, um, until I can get more people and more hands on it, um, it's going to be tough to wrangle all these results in. And you have to wait for people to post. I know Spoon sometimes struggles getting their results up where we weren't able to give the results. So we want to give the best results show we can. Obviously, we know uh, there are other tracks out there like Farmer City and Fairbury and Spoon and Macon and all these other great tracks. And trust me, we want to get there. Just give us some time. But we're working on that. But Peoria, uh, you know, that's that's just where we're at most of the time. So you're going to hear about Peoria a lot. And so if you don't like that, I apologize. But let me know. Reach out to us. Let us know what we can do I mean, better here for and you. And honestly, in like the other four shows we do, or three shows we do, we do cover a lot of other places. Yeah, we'll talk about racing in and, other uh, places too. So I, I mean, it's just like Fairbury last week. Yeah, yeah, we were just in Fairbury. <laughs> dirt, on, dirt on Dirt already does a great job of promoting Fairbury. Yeah, yeah, you guys exactly. still did it. And so. there was still, uh, yeah. the episode they did with Brad Denny. That was a good one. That was a good um, one too. Yeah, they do. So, one of your first episodes was with Bob Sargent. Yeah, so. our first episode was with Bob Sargent. So <clears throat> I, know, I mean, I, I know I personally enjoy the historic heroes ones because listening to some of them older stories. Yeah, I didn't grow up in racing. I didn't know what Peoria Speedway was till I was like twenty three. Yeah. So right. hearing some of them older stories, it's awesome. I mean, it's just awesome. Yeah, no, it's cool. I like what Jeff does with that. So we're we're definitely thankful for all the hard work that Jeff puts in and the team. They're they're continue to put in work. I know we've been kind of slacking. I feel like we've been slacking, but we've just kind of really hit that that peak with the Grand Prix, I feel like we weren't doing enough because we started off so strong. And everybody that's already joined, I appreciate it. Thank you. Don't forget to share it if you've got it, a, an event calendar set. Just set a reminder for that. It's going to be a great event. Like I said, we're already at 70. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I thought we would already hit 100 by now. Eh, but I know a lot of people that haven't signed up yet because everybody's last minute. You well, know. and there's, there's like uh, like David Marlowe. He told me he's got like eight or ten people that are wanting to come in a group together. Oh yeah. So we're waiting on that them guys to come in, and I mean mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna build up. Uh, yeah. Tiffany and Shane, uh, they they said they got three or four more people that are wanting to come race with awesome. us. So yeah. So it's 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 just like we started off with such a bang on that that like you would you would assume the momentum would just carry us to the day you know, and we're still like two months and two months and some change out. So we're not even. To say that last month will probably be the deciding factor. You'll probably get a bunch of last-minute people coming in there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it, it'll fill up. I know it will. So uh, we just kind of want to keep that top of the mind, though. Best Buddies Grand Prix. Um, Andy sent me a picture the other day in that group. He's working on the, the T-shirt design. It's looking really good. I like that. Did you see that, Jeff? Uh, I don't know. I, did, I didn't see I that. I thought he sent it in the group, too. He you. did, but, yeah, as you guys, I've been slacking a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> you got uh, – Jeff's got himself, um, you know – got him a lady friend appears so appears appears to he has a lady friend so he's you know he's got to spend time with her and that's understandable so jeff listens i just stay quiet yeah you're just yeah you're normally pretty pretty i don't know active in the chat i would say that's mainly during work i'm active yeah yeah i think we're all active (laughs) on it when we're working (laughs) so well enough of the chit chat we'll get right into those results jeff's gonna crank out uh what you got results for peoria yep um we started out the features with the modified class uh mikey ledford coming over from fairbury after they had the rain out yeah which i didn't even know it was supposed to rain yeah well it's summer (laughs) that's the hot pop-up showers for you but uh he picked up his fifth feature of the win his first one at peoria uh so congrats to mikey on that yeah good job mikey uh the wild child trevor neville uh, sixth, sixth place to second. Uh, so I think, who was your pick on the mods this past week? Trevor Neville and Noah Fall, who did not race. So you should have got some points. Nope. Because no? he raced Friday and started fifth and finished sixth. Oh. But Keith and I decided uh, that now, when we have people that race multiple weekends, we're just going to pick the, the best finish from that driver for the week. There you go. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, because I'm getting killed 20 to nothing right yeah. now. So. <laughs> you should at least have had four points from Trevor on yeah, that. Yeah, I could have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Roger Rebholtz with a third place. Uh, Derek Dore with fourth. And uh, the Minnow. I heard, it's Derek, Dare. I heard it's Derek Dare. Derek Dare. Derek Dare. 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 I say Derek Dare. Uh, kid I went to school with, his last name is spelled the same way, and it was Dore. So. And it was, well, <laughs> everybody's been pronouncing it wrong, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Derek, if you're listening. Is it Derek Dare or Derek Door? We'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and Allen from 11th to 5th, so. Stippy? He, he, he said he was happy. came to Peoria, passed cars, didn't brand have no body. Car. Well, yeah. brand new car to him, yeah. Yeah, new, newish. Yeah. So, that rounded out the top five for Peoria and the Modifieds. Uh, after that, we went on to the Kid Mods. Uh, Blake Crebo picked up. I think that was his third race. Yeah, I think feature so. also. Yep. Uh, Kendall Fall, who keeps getting faster every time she hits the racetrack, was oh, second. Yeah. Uh, Aaron Bosdorfer was a uh, third, and Ariana Kalb was fourth. And that finishes up the kid mods. Um, after the kid mods, we went to the modified or crate mods, which that was a very good feature. Yeah. That crate mod class was. Brody Moser with a last corner, well, last lap pass, you can say. Yeah. Uh, he had the lead going down in the back straightaway, and Braymeyer turned a, a slide job on him, and Brody crossed him and came Got down it. the straightaway and 
barely won that thing. Yeah. But congrats to Brody on that. He's on fire this that year. That was also that was also Keith's pick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My God, dang it, man! I can't I win. I thought it would have been a bad race by how long we sat in staging. They had yeah. lots of cautions, or uh, they had those six cautions. Yeah. Okay, I say it seemed we were sitting in staging for. Quite it's a like while, once it so. would get going, then somebody would spin. Yeah, I mean it was nothing. There was nothing but people spinning out. Really, I had to put them single file. They hit their caution mark. And I said, single file, here we go. Hey, <laughs> sometimes you got to do it. Yep. But Daniel Braemeyer, that was a heartbreak for him. That would have been his first feature win of the year. Yeah. He, he's, he's a quiet guy at the track. He's, you don't hear a lot from him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a good kid. He's a good guy. And I'm glad to see him getting a good finish there. Right. Uh, Pickle, Michael Mendel, your guest on the show. Last week. Last yep. week. Yep. He ended up third. Yep. Your, uh, your sidekick, Cool Hand Keith, was fourth. I spent enough uh, time with him this week. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Ten days off from one another. My liver can't handle Mm. hanging out with him. (laughs) And uh, last year's track champion Dakota Traver finished fifth. Good, good run for him. Bad, bad for his uh, for his brother Beef. He blew it up pretty bad. Oh man! I told him I was like, I got it on video. As soon as you come off a four, it just let go immediately. I'm like, there was, it literally was gone. Yeah, that quick. I looked at it. it; had a lot of dings and. People were taking all kinds of pictures of it, but it, it's, that, it is, it's not as bad as Cole's looked, but it's worse because there's just so many dings and stuff in that pan that you know there's a lot of stuff laying in that pan. Oh, yeah. Well, I oh, saw yeah. somebody post today that they've already went and picked up another motor, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't waste any time. I mean, and he's getting fast, too, and he's getting consistent, so as long as he can just get, you know, a little bit better luck there and not have a motor failure, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, he'd, he could be, a, he'd be running top five all the time, yeah. I think. It's his first time in there. First year in a car, too. Isn't full, it? Four, first full, full year. year first yeah. full year. He ran like six or seven races. Well, hell, we didn't run a full season last year. Yeah. Anyway, but, okay. Uh, then we moved on to the late model class. Uh, Richie Bell made his Peoria Speedway return, and he's been out in Michigan running a lot. Yeah, he hasn't a, there's even a, been over this way there's at all. A, there's a, he's running for a points championship up there. He said it's $20,000 points fund. So I think it's $20,000 for the points fund. It's like three thousand to win every. And it's night only ten there. races. Yeah. So yeah, so I would, like if I were him, I'd be staying up there. I'd be. He's staying got up there family too. over there. Yeah. His sister lives over there. Okay. Yeah. These guys says a ten a ten race series, and it's I think it's twenty thousand dollars for the first place. It's yeah. either t- ten thousand or twenty thousand dollars. I think it's twenty thousand because he told me about it. And I'm like, yeah, dude, go up there and run. That's gonna be <laughs> right. good for you, man. <laughs> I mean that, and then his family gets to watch him race too. So. Yeah. Right. Uh, but congrats to Richie on that win. Uh, finishing second was Todd Bennett. Uh, third, another you know, top five for this kid, Brayton Wallace. Wallace. Watch out for him. He's a hot shoe. Uh, Austin Simpson with fourth. and Russell. I thought they were leading the race because I got lost. And, and I'm uh, like, man, they were trading back and yeah. forth. I'm like, this is a hell of a race. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the wrong cars. <laughs> and uh, Russ Adams finished out the top five. Uh, Zach, you pululled off. Yeah, it started in the race. 240 <laughs> degrees, and I was yeah. like, nope, done, pull off. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's already hot enough in that driving suit waiting in that heat, so I would imagine. I think we had a cap go bad. I was yeah. squirting out of the overflow about 200, so obviously it's not holding any pressure. So yeah. we'll try to switch out a couple things this week and go from there. Forget to turn it on? No, you just talk really quiet. Oh. <laughs> I'll try to yell. There you go. <laughs> so after the late malls, we moved on to the Outlaw Stock Car class. Uh, making his return, old cowboy Robert Cottom. Oh, man. We found out who was leading in the, that car, and I was like, yep, that's old Cottom. Yeah, he, well he had her on the high side going again like he, he used to in his own cush. stuff. Uh, so 
So congrats to Robert. He said he was only going to do a one and done. He was trying to get that car going for the guy he built it for. And I said, you know you got to come back now since you won the only race. Oh, that's the other guy's car? Yeah. Oh, he's just like, I want to go get one real quick. (laughs) Well, that other guy was having issues with it. And Robert said, let me jump in and see what I'm doing. That's all you need to do is just have him jump in your car and it'll be pulling wheelies in no time. (laughs) Didn't didn't Robert build that car, though? Yeah. Okay. Which I did not see that front end like it normally was in his old car. So they got something changed around, but he was still pretty fast. Uh, Finishing second was last week's feature winner, uh, Matthew Weeble. Uh, He's been having a pretty good run yeah. since he's started racing peoria that 127 car yep yeah uh same it doesn't with, look fast but it's it's pretty fast yeah. same with uh ottawa's craig hughes that guy oh he's, yeah he's he's got a beautiful car he and that thing's fast car. uh he goes up to east moline on sundays and races up there too oh, so okay he runs with their outlaw stock cars over there same with a uh, fourth place finisher pete odell Pete O'Dell was there yeah, yeah the old 37 good to, good to see both of them him yeah. and his brother his brother finished fifth so it was good to see both Odell brothers back. Heck yeah. Um, then we rounded out the night in the Hornet division. That was uh, also a good race, too. That one that was. was. Those guys were. Good. They were putting a show on for sure. So some people were like, oh, did you guys see all the rough driving? But you know what? Them guys were racing each other how, how they, I mean. That's how they race. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's good racing to them. One would bump one car. The other guy would return the favor. favor and and... So they, race me how you want raced. And that's what they did. I mean, <laughs> this the one that got spun going down the front stretch and didn't spin, just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, man. And then he came back and finished uh, what second. Yeah. Front wheel drive. Just yeah. stay in it. Don't live. <laughs> we'll get, we'll talk about that here in a few. Cause uh, Zach is a former Hornet track oh, champion Jesus. at Peoria. And <laughs> oh, with, Jesus. His, with his Scott Bloomquist look like car he had. Oh yeah. <laughs> So uh, that's awesome. Congrats to uh, Jay Maruza on his win. Uh, that's his second feature win of the year at Peoria. Uh, second place was Nick Johnson. He was looking fast last yeah. night. I uh, thought he was going to get it. Yeah. And then uh, Jeremy Hancock with his third place finish. Um, fourth was Jordan Hamilton. He's getting faster each week. Oh, yeah. Uh, some reason I thought that kid was a lot older than he is, no, but he's, he's only 18 be, yeah, years old. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, so when's the 21st birthday? And he was like, I got three years to go, man. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> oh, <man>. never mind. <laughs> we stopped over at, uh, to see him and Billy Snyder when I was with um, Keith before we were getting ready to watch The Dream on uh, that uh, Friday. And uh, they were down there working, tinkering on He's like, yep. Yeah. He's like, we're going to get this bad boy in victory lane soon. And he's looking good. Looking yeah, better. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Brent Terry, he rounded out the top five. And uh, that's pretty much how we ended our night at Peoria was with that Hornet class. And... Man, it was hot yesterday. Yes. You know what? And like you said, um, if it ever gets that hot again, you guys probably just think about canceling it because it's no fun for the fans. No. Or the drivers. Yeah. And and like, honestly, when it gets to this time of the year, when it's so hot, people would much rather just be sucking up the AC and watching the races from TV or whatever they're doing. But this is just that time of the year where I think you're going to notice the crowds dip a little bit. But Mm -hmm. once, once Summer Nationals rolls in Wednesday... Them stands are going to be packed. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't matter how hot it is. You just got to fight off the four-letter word. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, like, we're the second race on the Summer National Tour. Um, you guys don't ever get a makeup if it rains out, I feel like. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But I'm pretty excited about the field. I mean, we got Devin Moran coming, oh, Billy man. Moyer Jr. Already uh, committed. Yep. Uh, nice. Fager, Unzicker, 
uh, Shirley, your t- our typical Bobby Central, yeah, Bobby. Because Bobby's going to run. Yeah. Of course he is. <laughs> your typical Central Illinois guys, but to have the guys like Moran and Moyer Jr. pop in on it, that's mm. going to be exciting. You know what's going to be weird this year is not seeing that 75 car out. Yeah, not seeing the Neltner 75 car out for Summer Nationals. Old, seeing it at all. Yeah, not out yeah, at all. yeah. I mean, it's... Um, but we do see Ray at the track still, and he comes down, he helps, uh, or talks. I don't know if he helps anybody. I know he comes around and hangs out. And, <laughs> I mean, he might still want to keep his secrets secrets. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah. Can't say that I blame him there. <laughs> yeah. Never know. <laughs> never know. Yeah, never know when he's going to have a car back out there. So, but, yeah, so hopefully we see a lot of you guys at Peoria Wednesday. We're only racing three classes. B-Mod. Mods. Yep. yep. B-Mods, mods, and the late models. Late models. Um, Kendrick just said he was going to be out. He hopes to be back out uh, by Wednesday because he had another engine failure. Yeah, that's so. why I heard, he, I heard he blew up at Farmer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds like we're going to try to run the late models and the modifieds first and second. Because, uh, I mean, that's what everybody's coming to yeah. see. Yep. And it's a work night. Uh, so we're going to try to get you guys in and out as fast as possible. Um, I'm very upset I can't make it because I have to work till yeah. midnight. Typically oh, in the past, Peoria is known for racing too many, running too many support classes for a yeah. special like that. And yep. this year we've buckled well, down. Well, you know, and... but you guys, you know, you're you're trying to make money as a track, and you got to generate revenue. So you got to bring somebody in that's going to fill the field, fill the fields, and pay the bills so that everything can be paid out at the end of the yeah. night. And you guys don't lose money. So I get it. I understand that. But yeah, if it's a Wednesday night show, three classes is plenty. If you yes. only ran the two, that would be okay. <clears throat> but you know, yeah, the B mods do put on a pretty good show, so I think it's a good call to just have them, you know, with the modifieds and the late models. You know, the other classes, yeah, I mean, still, but it's a Wednesday night and yep. the show's got to roll through, and you guys got to be curfew. So, and I think we've been doing really good this year on curfew. Yeah, I mean, even last night we started a little later. The track was still wet and had to be packed down some more, and uh, we were still done by right after 10 o'clock and yeah i think what's helped a lot is moving the payout to the back so i noticed i was noticing a lot of haulers leaving pretty quick so evidently the the payout back there is working yeah i forgot it was back there and drove all the way up front (laughs) and i was like forget this i'm not turning around so i walked all the way back there god they're really they must be putting a new body on your car over there jeff can hear the mechanic shop next oh i mean yeah (laughs) cole's got a grinder out there i'm like what's you need a grinder is that your car in there yeah i didn't know that he's over there working on a caliper rotor pads nice get a little maintenance so yeah i bought him a 30 pack of bush latte and threw him 40 bucks so that's a lot cheaper than Go into a mining key or something like that. Oh, yeah. Stuff yeah. It's a good so. deal. Good deal. <laughs> Just like. He could probably use the 40 bucks to go towards the uh, rebuild. Uh, I think it was more important than the, I think he wanted the 30 pack of Bush lattes more oh, than the money. <laughs> <laughs> I could make money, but you can't You can't make beer without buying it. So. <laughs> if, if it would have been Bush Apple, he would have been a lot oh, more. God, yeah, oh, yeah. He, he loves that stuff. He'd have probably done way more things for that Bush <laughs> Apple. We don't, oh, we yeah, don't need to go there. Oh, yeah, and he's doing an oil change. Yeah, so. Oh, he's doing an oil change. Yeah. Okay, yeah. See, so good deal. You hooked yeah. him up. He, yeah. So, and I let it, I let pops know if he if he needs anything for that Impala, I could probably hook him up with that. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be a good week of racing. You're going to have a lot of racing going on this week. I mean, this this is kind of where things kick up a notch for yes. us. I mean, honestly, this is where we're getting in the heat of things, man. Summer Nationals is such a you're, you're excited for it, and then like after a while, you're like, man, when's it over? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of drivers will probably follow that tour for one week and be like, and I'm done. 
Well, and that's the <laughs> thing with this year's. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this year's tour is a lot different. You're going two, three weeks, I think, and then there's a break. Mm-hmm. So, it's not your typical hell tour. To me, I'm not impressed with it because the hell tour is known for its thirty races. And yeah. Twenty-nine days. nights or whatever. Yeah. 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 But putting this break in, I get it. Um, but because last year that's how they did it. Well, yeah. I mean, how do you expect somebody to run thirty-six races at thirty-five different tracks and just do that damn near consecutively? Yeah. It's just not gonna. It's just not gonna work. And, and well, some I, of the some of the travel between the night is what's killer. Killer. I mean, yeah. There's six, seven hours between some of them tracks. Yeah. These guys got to race all night and then turn on drive all the way. To the next track and then try to do maintenance next morning. Yeah, I miss the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, where you had, like, Spoon River, then you jumped over to Macon, then you went from Macon to Farmer City, then Farmer City to Fairbury. But I I understand it's for the fans can't afford that these days. Because we talked to Donnie about that, remember, and he was like, you know, we had to run 17 days in a row because there were some rainouts or something. It was like we had to go seven. Ate a lot of ham and cheese sandwiches, he said. I mean, they were the poor boy way. You kind of do have to have them spread out, though, because you can't expect the same people to cover cover three races in a week. It's not like it was That are within two hours. It makes sense, yeah. yeah. That's not the way it is Logistically, for the driver, it sucks because the racer's like, we drive by these places. Just freaking let us race there. Well, yeah, but it doesn't, you know, like you said, it's $40 to get in or $30 to get, $40 to get in the pits. It's going to be 25 GA, right? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, and you got a family of three, that's 75 bucks right there. You're, yeah. You know, you're in a, you're in $125 by the end of the night. Easy. So, you can't do that three days in a row. Nope. You have to no. wait, you know. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Jeff. It's kind of a. The times have changed. Yeah, they have. We gotta, we gotta, like I was saying, we gotta adjust to what everything. Yeah. Just like with. Yep. The technology we have these days, you just gotta adjust to it and go with the flow and yep. try to make stuff better. Yep. I mean. Nope. I, I I agree. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm excited. It sucks that this is my week that I work like eight every day straight for eight days. But you know, teach their own. The hell tour will still be going on when I'm done working those eight yes. days. <laughs> Right, it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop because I got to work. <laughs> so hopefully, I'll get to watch a couple of them. Um, I'd like to get to Spoon. That'd be a good one. Isn't that Thursday next week? I think it's next Thursday. Next Thursday, I'd like to get to that one for sure. Um, I don't know that I will because I work on Thursdays, but I might be able to sneak out early. Yeah. <laughs> Try to anyway. Try to. Yeah, I'll get halfway down. They'll send me a call. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so to any of these late mall guys that are going to attempt this summer nationals from us, we wish you the best of luck. Yeah. Um, it's new, grueling. I mean, it, it's grueling. And yet UMP just sent emails out to all of us at the racetracks about the tire rules. Yeah. What's going on with the tires, Jeff? So I held our late mall guys back yesterday to explain to them that the email I got yesterday morning, it's uh, th- you got four twenties and a 40 right rear option for this first week of racing. So at Peoria, it's our typical weekly tire rule pretty much, except for you can put a 20 on the right rear. Mm -hmm. But you can't change that right rear until the feature. They're marking all the tires that you run. Um, So if you change your right rear for qualifying to your heat race, you're starting in the back of your heat race. So you can hmm. most of them guys are going to run 20s all the way around for qualifying heat race anyway. Yeah. And B main anyway. Yeah. And uh, if you change any of the other three corners at all, 
you're starting in the rear of the feature. Jeez. So the only tire you can change is your right rear. So. And they're doing this to save the cost because, or to save tire usage because who's there's your a shortage. Shortage. Now, why is there a shortage? Raw materials? Is that what it is? I would imagine so. Mm-hmm. I mean. That look, damn at, look at steel and look mm-hmm. at the price of steel and everything else. That just Suez, a all over. Well, they blaming it on the Suez Canal deal because that was parked there for like what three days or something, and they said it just destroyed everybody's chances of getting things on time or products. I mean, that remember, remember that when was that like happened three months ago? Though. I know, but they said it was gonna it was gonna affect us for a while. Wow. Yeah. Because well, the Suez Canal has like thousands of ships that pass through it a day, so when you get stuck, a boat stuck. Yeah. Which yeah. I don't understand how they got that stuck. You get three drunk hillbillies out there with a tow strap, and a damn Kubota would have got that thing unstuck. Yeah. Looks like Austin Powers in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, that's what back I, I did. Forward, back I, and forth. <laughs> so I don't know if that's what's changed that or what caused that, because that's what it sounds like. And I mean, how do you just run out of rubber? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I know you got to you got to think. Does Hoosier make their own rubber, or do they get it from a supplier? I'm not. And how I'm many how sure. many manufacturers of rubber? Are, I mean, it's kind of like steel. You know, there's only so many places in this country that make steel. Right. But there's a thousand suppliers that buy it. You know what I mean? Sure. So I, is rubber the same? I don't know. That's not my business. Uh, steel is, but not rubber. Steel is, but not rubber. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cardigan boy. Yeah, hell, this guy <laughs> over here, he, he's, he used to be making front bumpers, rear bumpers of all different. Yeah, chassis. I did that for a while until yeah, I got did. tired of racers trying to nickel and dime you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what they'll do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're already getting it cheap enough. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, you sure you can't sponsor me that front bumper? Like, no, man. It took me two hours to make this. It was like a hundred bucks. They're like, oh, you mean ninety-five? No, yeah, I mean a no, hundred. <laughs> you don't go to Walmart and negotiate your groceries, yeah, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna pay a dollar fifty for this apple. That's it. Yeah. Not a dollar ninety-eight. Not a dollar sixty-one. Not a set more. Dollar fifty. You're giving to me. Yeah. So uh, with with us covering the summer nationals, I'll I'll go ahead and introduce our guest because I've known this guy a long time. Uh, As he knows everybody for a long time. Don't act. Like I, you don't I can know say anybody. I can say this guest is a former like a daredevil <laughs> bike tricker. Did stunts tricker. on his bikes and four wheelers and. Mm. That was before I was got smart and climbed in a cage. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know if that's smart, but whatever. Um, it's safer builds, than not. Yes. <laughs> builds a uh, hockey rink in his backyard in the wintertime. When winter wants to I don't to think cooperate. you had the last few years, though. No, it's, it's been, been, wait been a about minute, five no. years since you I got, put it up. You got five a or six hockey years. rink in your backyard in winter? Yeah. You need to invite me over when you do. Anytime. I, he I, puts up, uh, yeah. I love hockey. I went nuts on uh, back when Craigslist was the thing. I went nuts on Craigslist one year and bought like, I don't know, 30 pairs of skates between all different sizes, a bunch of hockey sticks, gloves, just so that way my friends could come out and play. Dude, yeah. that's awesome. You guys ever drop the gloves and fight a little bit? No, no. <laughs> no. Let's I mean, go. We've had some pretty heated games, yeah. don't get me wrong. We've had some people fly off the ice. There's some trees along the uh, boards that you got to watch out for. But other than that, it's, it's, it's just a blast. Everybody sets their beer in the snow. And, uh, how big is this rink? Uh, it ends up being 36 by 80. Oh, that's, that's plenty of speed. So, yeah. We can play three on three comfortably. Yeah. Anything more than that, and you're you're so, asking for trouble. So your your backyard hockey video games, Zach's brought it to life. <laughs> so. Well, I have to thank my dad for that. My dad used to do it for us when we were kids, and then I always told myself when I bought a house, I wanted to do it for mm-hmm. my kids. Well, I sure as heck don't have any kids and don't plan on having any kids, so <laughs> now I just do it for myself. He's uh, one of the only guys that I've also seen 
destroy an RC car through a door about this big. That was Barry. Oh, that, yeah, that was Barry. <laughs> man, man. I had the door cracked <laughs> open like maybe six inches, and that RC car went through there, ripped off both A-arms, and the chassis went right through the door. <laughs> <laughs> we had some fun. We had some fun. Uh, yeah, Zach about killed us one time coming out this way to do some vinyl. Uh, no, that was the Escort's fault. That was a Hornet, no, was a focus. Hornet driver gone pro that was moment. A, a focus that decided it was going to pull out in front of us, and for some reason I gassed it and turned right. <laughs> yeah. Instead of hitting the brakes. And, and, and then what happened? Nothing. We missed. We nice. missed. We missed. Everybody we cut, was like. We missed. <laughs> we, we missed. We cut the car off on my right pretty bad, but we didn't hit. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we had fun times, that's for sure. It's, oh, yeah. Sounds like it. We all got older and smarter, and well, some got smarter. I don't know. Older, maybe. I'm still stupid. Yeah, you're still spending <laughs> money on that race car, so. And, well. You got to spend it on something. So. Better than being at a bar, I guess. Yeah. So. True. But yeah, I originally met Zach when he started racing the Hornets down at Peoria. I was a NASCAR official at the time. And, oh yeah, uh, I seen your picture on Hot Lap Heroes page. Looked pretty good in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Yeah, t- <laughs> Tiffany sends me a picture. You can take Mike Chastine for that because he said that to me, and I said, I'm putting this on the page. She sends me a <laughs> screenshot of it, and she's like, look at this. And I went to look to see who made it. I, said, I sent her a screenshot back. I said, look, Brian made that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's up, Jay High? Checking in out there. Beer's brother. Oh, yeah. He said, we had some good times at the bars with Zach, Declan. Oh, yeah, Kiwi gets me in trouble when we go to the bars. We named, uh, one night we named every fish in the Bass Pro Aquarium after a NASCAR driver due to their colors. So that's how Kiwi gets in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Declan, buddy. That sounds like a good time. I'm ready for him to come back over because it it is fun. We'll have to introduce you to him because he's, he's a good time too. So hopefully he can get back over here sometime and, uh, Get to racing or taking pictures or helping Jason. One of the two. He does everything. It seems like. Yeah. So he's an all-around man, all-around guru, uh, guru huh? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so uh, Zach, let's uh, let's hear your story. I know I've said some things already, but uh, let's let's hear how you got into racing and because, uh, like you said, you didn't grow up at the racetrack. No, actually, I started working right out of high school at Bradley Services, and I met Donnie Montgomery. And he had a little street stock at that time, and I honestly didn't think Peoria Speedway had weekly racing. I thought it was kind of like the Peoria TT place, where you only race twice a year. I mean, I grew up drag racing. I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. So Donnie talked me into putting a little cage in my four-cylinder car that was my daily driver. And we uh, got a cage from Bob Simpson. He had an old street stock, I think, that we cut up and put the cage in there. And next thing you know, I was going to the racetrack. Mm. So... Painted it up like Bloomquist because that was the only person I really knew back then. <laughs> so, like I said, I was new, so I just kind of gravitated towards the mystery, mystique of Bloomquist, and kind of stuck with that for a little bit. Yeah, I think I think Zach was one of the first Hornets that I noticed picking up the left rear going into the corners, but he had speed. Uh, <laughs> you're you were a track champion in 2008. Yeah, I struggled in six. Seven, I think I won a couple features, but you know, Gino Calb was dominating back then. Yes. So, and then I think in 08 he quit. So that's, that's where I got the win. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I was talking to his boy John, or yeah, I was talking to Johnny. I was like, we need to get Gino in a mod light or something like that. Get him back out here and have some fun. 
If he's, he wasn't so tall, I'd let him get in my car, but I don't even think he gives legs in mine. No, that guy's. <laughs> it's going to be interesting seeing him get into the go karts for the Grand Prix. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see where his <laughs> knees end up. Yeah. So, so after the Hornets, uh, you took a year off. Um, in 2009, I bought a house, but I also bought a 98 Rayburn. Mm -hmm. um, interesting deal with that is we actually drove eight hours to pick that thing up. We were going to LaSalle to pick one up. Got a phone call on the first one that I called in Mount Vernon. We were 40 minutes from LaSalle, turned around and drove all the way down to Mount Vernon to pick this car up all on the same day. Donnie's like, are you serious? You want to go down there? I'm like, yep, let's go. So we turned around and drove all the way down to Mount Vernon. Now, I, I remember that first late model because then I was helping Barry with uh, some vinyl and mm -hmm. we vinyled your your car and uh, you had that Schooner's logo and man, that thing was a bitch to weed, weed out. <laughs> had all them little oh bubbles for the God. for the wine glass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> vinyl, I, I was glad when Barry got away from the vinyl. I mean, you know, because you went with us and helped us with some of the vinyls for like I'll the, never the do a, I'll never and, do a sprint car wing again. Yeah, we did Draper's sprint car. <laughs> oh way too many rivets. <laughs> way too many rivets. <laughs> so, and Zach was one of the guys, like, he, he had a he had an R-Factor rig up in his house yeah, there as I, cool as mine well his was I, homemade. I built mine i did, took a bunch of wood and just kind of slapped oh, yeah. a, okay. slapped a box together and i took uh actually had the seat still from the hornet and i had the tracks and everything so i put the track on the seat and then i put a track on the uh pedals so that way anybody could get in and out of it oh okay so made it a lot easier for my friends to jump in it and whatnot so yeah that's cool the only bad factor. thing was was trying to walk up his stairs because he has this narrow ass stairway going up there and it's a, it was a bitch and, they, and i bought my house i i bought it but somebody added on a second story and it's like they added on the second story and went crap where are we gonna put the stairs and they're just like right in the middle yeah they were literally like a 60 degree angle. oh god <laughs> somebody wasn't thinking on that one no no that's no. <laughs> an engineering failure i've seen that i've seen that kind of stuff before you're like what were they thinking it's just <laughs> shoddy craftsmanship yeah Somebody was in a hurry to get off of work. No, no, no <laughs> pre-planning whatsoever. None, <laughs> nada. So uh, that first year in the late model, how did you do in the? Because you I ran steel blocks. I was horrible. Yeah. Heck, that. Well, I shouldn't say horrible. I never got lapped. That first night out, I came pretty close to getting lapped, but I didn't get lapped, and I started to pick up speed a little bit. And I had had some experience in one before because Brad Willis uh, in 2008, when I the last year my Hornet, Brad Willis was actually letting me hot lap his. Mm -hmm. Um, at the beginning of every night. So I at least got some little bit of experience there. So I knew what to do. But other than that, just went out and did it. It wasn't too bad, though. I mean, I think I finished like eighth in points. So you ran that 2010, you ran that rookie year. Mm. You did run 11-2, didn't you? 11 and 12. Yeah. And then I took 13 off. I helped a little bit down at the track. I believe it was 13. Yeah, you helped, helped Kurt. Prep a little bit with Kurt. Uh, just on Saturdays. I never went down there during the week or nothing. I was just kind of helping out on Saturdays. And then in 14, Ray Ellis gave me the chance to drive for him and Loretta. Mm -hmm. And I did that for three years, 14, 15, 16. I took 17 off and bought a uh, 2010 Pierce from Stevie Shannon and Matt Shannon. Raced it 18, 19, and 20. And then in the off season this year, me and Jason Fager finally finished that car that he started we started on six years ago yeah and that's what i'm driving now so uh when was your first late model 
when? What year? I mean, mm-hmm. I know you had that topless race with Matt, and uh, you picked that one. Well, you were a fan was, of those topless, topless the, races. I just like the topless. I mean, they just look cool with the tops off. You know what I mean? It's, that, and you was, had your little mohawk on. Your... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about I that. <laughs> yeah, I did have the mohawk on. But uh, I just enjoyed the topless race. It was something unique. Nobody ever did them around here. You know, back then, and you know, the only place that did it was Batesville. Yep. And then everybody kind of started doing it. And then now everybody's kind of going away from it because it is a safety thing. Yeah, a lot of drivers don't like doing it anymore. I... Once a year is cool with me. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean? you I, don't want to run a series with the roofs off all the time. No. Well, maybe that's something we do, like, if you ever get your outlaw, no rules race going. Yeah, we'll get it going. Maybe next year we'll get something started up there. I just we, thought it was cool from a fan perspective. Yeah, because you know, they got I mean? to look down and see you guys wheeling the cars. Mm-hmm. and. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, I think my first win was, uh, I want to say 11. It was actually me and Brian Crebo were racing side by side. Caution kept coming out. He'd pass me. I'd pass him. Caution come out, vice versa. And then after like 20 cautions, they finally called the race, and I was the one that was out front at that time. So <laughs> that was actually my first feature win. So didn't even get to finish. Cross checkered flag, nothing. They time just said, limit. They just said caution, checkered flag. Here you go. <laughs> Well, a win's a win. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll take it. Is a NASCAR driver going to complain because they rent halfway and no, no, hit the Just, rain out? Justin Haley's in the record record books forever for winning what, is the Daytona 500 on a rain delay or yep. rain race. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Chris is asking me where my dad glasses were. Well, I left them in the truck and <laughs> I had to wear my sunglasses today because it was sunny, Chris, and I forgot to put them back on. So I apologize. Those aren't your. Did he say dad glasses? He calls them my dad glasses. Those are your they are pretty, glasses. They are pretty old man glasses, not going to lie. <laughs> Did you see that? I had a picture with You Austin. and Austin Simpson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a picture of him last night. I was like, he's like, I had to bring mine out just so I show you I had mine. I was like, well, I seen yours. And I was like, those are the glasses I want. <laughs> so, so you got the Jake the Snake look going. You got the Dahmer look going. I mean, what, what are you trying to do here? I don't know. Apparently, I'm just uh, I'm a man of many different personalities and looks. I guess I don't know. many disguises. Many disguises. Master of disguises. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Turn, Sounds turn, like turn. a saw while he's sleeping. Um, <laughs> you know, you know what? I just... How you guys know what each other sound like when you're sleeping? Well, he stayed the night at Keith Siegel's, and uh, we had this. Well, I wasn't chat. didn't stay the night. I I forced to. I stayed the day because oh. when we got home. He, it was like 8 in the morning, and so I went to the bed that I stayed at Friday night and laid down again. <laughs> and yes. I was out, yes. So we all get this Snapchat video, and it's, it's Brian. He's, he's sawing wood. I mean, <laughs> it almost sounds like he needs to have him a CPAP machine coming. Yep. But well, it's what Keith right. says. He's like, I don't own a, um, a, a chainsaw, but if I did, I would want it to sound like this. And there I am. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was, <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, yeah, I definitely need to get in there and have sleep. I had a sleep study done like a year or two ago. And I told him, I said, if you don't tape that thing on my thumb, I was like, I will rip it off in my sleep. And mm-hmm. they didn't listen to me and they didn't get an accurate reading. And the exact reason I told him was if you, anything that gets put on my hands, anytime I've been in the hospital, they put them, I always pull them off. <laughs> I don't like shit on my hands. And I was like, you either tape it on. You're not going to get an accurate reading. I'm like, oh, no, you didn't have enough events to be considered to need one. And I'm like, did you hear me sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> it was obvious that well, I need to have I ain't going to lie. I got machine. one. And uh, I'm telling you, 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 I don't drink anymore, but you do not get a hangover with those things. I'm telling you 100% truth. You do not. Well, we can ask Cole because Cole has a sleep machine and he could tell you. How does he put? Does he sleep with it every night? Because I'm Yeah, I you, believe so. I did a fifth of Don Julio. 
almost all of it by myself at Taylor's for New Year's one year. And I woke up the next day, had no headache. I woke up like I didn't drink at all. I so. woke up in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, alcohol crap. poisoning. Yeah, well, between those and Vegas, I can't do Don Julio anymore. I can't do mm. Patron. Gardner's got me on the Patron. I can't do that no more. Vegas bombs are my go-to now, so... <laughs> But you don't even drink, so he only has like a Vegas. He he craves a Vegas bomb all week, and he'll have one or two. Yeah, and I'm good. You know, I haven't been seeing you come down to the pits after the races lately. I guess that must be that. No, it's called. I'm up tearing my stuff down after the races, and by the time I go get paid, and I talk to Brandon, I'm ready to go home. Yeah, you don't want to come. Can't say that. Generous. I say I usually load up and go home too. So. I tell you, last night there was a lot of people that stayed late. It's good. I mean. It's, we need that to happen more. I mean, it's starting to get more fan-friendly, driver-friendly. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, nobody can leave at 8 in the morning like Keith Siegel. But, I mean, no. everybody. There was, and actually, uh, I think one of the, a bunch of them went uh, across the street to the Gentleman's Club. And then they all came back because they got it for free. If you well, yeah. The, you got the bracelet on. Right. And I was going to go, but I was like, man, eh, I don't want to go. End so. up getting stuck there all night long. No, I stayed here. I stayed. Oh. I stayed at the track. <laughs> Good thing you didn't have Cole with you, because you would have to take his credit card away from him. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it's, it's good that uh, it's good that uh, it's good that people were staying around and having fun last yeah. night. So. So uh, this year, Zach, you've you've been out twice so far this year. Yep. Um, sounds like you're kind of taking this week off. You're gonna be helping Jason. Well, I'm not taking this week off. Oh, okay. I'm just going Wednesday to Peoria to help out just because it's close to home. And then I'll be – I don't haven't decided where I'm racing this weekend. Are you running a crate? Yeah, it's a crate it's engine. A crate. I okay. mean, it's a full-blown legal crate engine, so that way I can go run crates run if I want. Yep. Um, okay. Which I was kind of planning on maybe Friday night going over to Lincoln and then Peoria Saturday. But I got a couple things I need to do this weekend, so I might just hit Peoria Saturday. And, and Saturday, they Lincoln well, they, and they're probably week. not going to race Saturday. We are not Peoria. sure on that yet. Yeah, we're not sure. So, so if you guys say no, then I'll probably definitely go to Lincoln on Friday. Yeah, I think I'm heading to Lincoln Friday. Don't know what's in the air for Saturday yet. Mm. It all depends what's going on. And I mean, if we do, if we don't race, I think I'm going to go to Spoon. They got a 501 street stock race, so I'm going to go see the street stocks one. over yeah. there. Right. So I thought about going out there too. You know. It's close to home. It is. And hell, they bring 20-some-odd crate lights. I mean, they, they got a bunch of them out yeah, there. Yeah, and I'd, weekly. I'd really like to see what this new car, compared to the car last year, would do against the crates. You know, now that the motor's fresh and I got a new car, just to kind of see if I can at least keep up. Because last year, I, I was running my dick in the dirt, and I just could not keep up. Yeah. So, you get out-dollared, man. That's what it is most yeah. of the time. Out-dollared and outsmarted. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta you got to look at what you're coming with with your budget team i mean you bought that ambulance off allen that's mm-hmm. how you get to the track uh you have no fancy hauler at all i mean you it's a it's a there's no tire rack on it nothing no. i mean no yeah, there's no fenders on it no the car the car covers the tires <laughs> <laughs> so i mean you you do a lot of it on you i don't even think you you don't even have any help in the pits do you no i mean 99.9 percent of the time i don't have help like yeah. i'll get my dad to come out to the shop you know, to help me bleed the brakes mm-hmm. or to do something that's like a two-man deal. But as far as help goes, I really don't. Like, Tyson came uh, Saturday and gave me a hand in the pits, mm-hmm. but that's the first time I've had some help in a while. Well, yeah, because uh, for a long time it was just you and your cousin. 
So you, yeah. you built your motors. Don was building all my motors for me. And then when I decided, Don actually is not in the greatest health. Yeah. So it was real hard for him to, to keep doing what he was doing. And I kind of just couldn't afford the open motor stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, for what it takes to build one of them open, uh, refreshing an open motor, I can buy two crate motors. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're not cheap. So, I mean, it was just kind of a money deal where I needed to go a different route. I wanted to try the crate deal to see if it would work. And we all saw how that worked out last year. Yeah, and even, I mean, even when you came to Peoria and you ran with the open class, you had some good runs with them. Oh, I mean, no doubt that you can take a crate motor to Peoria and definitely be a top eight contender, you know what I mean? And yeah. on a weekly show. Yeah. I definitely go there for summer nationals or something. Oh, you barely be lucky to make the race. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I've done it. Yeah. And then uh, for a while, Craig Martin was helping you, but now he's up in the in the crow's yeah. nest working he, with us. He helped me for a partial year, I want to say uh, that was 2019, mm -hmm. and he helped for a little while. And it was I think after Bo quit racing. Yeah, he just wasn't having fun pit, you know, pitting anymore, so he wanted to do something different. Can't say I blame the guy. No. Can't get mad at him either, no. so. No, it's a, it's a blessing to have him on the crew with us. I mean, he, he's a good guy to have up there in that crow's nest. Watched a lot of races. Yes, he has. Been around a long time. Yep. He, he may not know everything, but he has a pretty good idea to where to find some answers. He used to uh, date my cousin Danielle uh, when I was real little, so uh -oh. he's known me since I was a little shithead. Like, <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> yeah, long time there, so. Of course, Brian will say, you've known everybody a long time. Yeah, but he, <laughs> yeah he's just been around forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Now, I see you got some notes over there, so uh, what do you got on those notes there? Uh, my notes, that was just basically what years, like, I did stuff. Yeah. I had to go through the old trophy room this afternoon and kind of look at stuff because I was sitting there thinking, and I'm like, man, I can't remember what years some of this stuff was. Oh, yeah. I mean, time flies. You just you don't realize how much you don't remember versus how much you do remember. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't remember what years I drove for Ray, so I had to go in and find my <laughs> find my awards hanging on the wall. Which ones were marked Z93 to figure yeah. it out? Yeah, so. old Crazy Ray. Uh, yeah, be nice to see them, but they're at the track every week. I they know. are. I don't think they'll ever have yeah. a car back out. I don't know. He's still got them. I mean, yeah. they're still sitting in the shop. Yep. Um, I know he hasn't been in the greatest health, neither she. And... They're never gonna not come to the racetrack. Yeah. They're always so. sitting there with our uh, our rider Larry Bonts. Mm -hmm. So, and usually every week Loretta will message me if I'm not at Peoria. She'll ask me how I did. You know what I mean? They're always yeah. interested. Yeah, he's uh actually both of them are somebody I'd like to get on the Historic Heroes episode because they have been in the racing for a very long time. They've had drivers like Rob Bauman Senior, mm -hmm. Kevin Paul, you. Ray's a good storyteller yeah. too. He's yeah. got. He's got some I'll stories. I'll have to let him know. We're going to go about an hour and a half. He's, so got, he's, got, to... he's got some stories. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just the stuff I've heard in my three years of, of, of working with him, it was just the stories that he had was just like, wow, you guys did all of that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? With nothing. Yeah. I mean, they literally did it with nothing. I mean, so. I remember him bringing your car to the racetrack back when they had both cars at the shop, mm -hmm. drop your car off, go mm -hmm. and pick up his boy's car, bring it over. Right. So. I think we only did that a couple of times because most of the time I'd haul my own car. Yeah. But I think my truck was down or something like that, and we had to do it, I think, once or twice to where we had to do double trips. Yeah. So. That's how dedicated Ray is to racing. I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I started driving for him, we were in the older cars, and he was like, nah, we need to get you a newer car. So he went out and bought Jack Siegel's car just to let me drive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he didn't have to do that. He already had two cars sitting there. 
well, I mean, you got people like that that help people out and give them opportunities. That's something in the racing world I think is special. Well, and to have a car owner anymore at that local level, it's almost unheard of. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ray, Ray's a dying breed. Yeah. Like, a, a really fast dying mm-hmm. breed. You just don't see them guys there that are willing to put money into something and let somebody else drive it. Yeah. I think the only one we really have that's still a car owner is uh, Roger Repholtz's modified Danny Greer. I mean, yep. I think that's about the last one we got. There might be another one or two, but yeah. they're few and far between anymore. Well, Mike Chastain. Well, yeah, with Eric, yeah. With Eric. So. But, I mean, even now, it's just the sponsor deal is so hard to get along with that. You know, nobody wants to sponsor a car, let alone put money into right. it. So, and, and I get it. Times are tough. Yep. And are, and half the time, the sponsors aren't really getting a return on their investment because nobody does anything for them. No. They, right. They think just a sticker on the car deserves $10,000 or something mm-hmm. stupid. You know what I mean? But if you're yeah. not giving them a return on investment, they're never going to sponsor you again. Right. Right. For sure. Definitely want to give them a reason to put some faith behind you in the wheel, you know. So exactly. It's it's how it is, but uh, I know we do a pretty good job of promoting our sponsors mm-hmm. here. So, I mean, I get it. And it's part of the sport, too, you know. Because um, mm-hmm. some people will just give you money and could care less what you do with it. Right. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. gonna, my, oh, they'll tell their friends, my, my sponsor, I sponsor that guy. And he, he runs last every week. doesn't matter. They, they got their sticker on a guy's car. It's a conversation you know? piece. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, and Zach also has gone out farther than just the dirt track for his sponsors. You would hit up the Friday Night Lights. I did a lot of the car shows there, 18 and 19. I was doing cars and coffee, Friday Night Lights. I mean, I was just trying to promote it as much as I could. Yeah. And I was doing it by myself most of the time. And then we finally got a few guys to join up with you. Keith Siegel, uh, Matt Murphy came a couple times, Mm -hmm. and I think Moorfield came once or twice. You know, I mean, just trying to promote. Most people don't even know that Peoria Speedway exists. Mm-hmm. They're like, what? What's that? I'm like, down the road, down by the strip club. They're like, oh, that thing across the street? I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they race every Saturday night. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Well, here, here's some free tickets. You know? Yeah, and we had talked about wanting to do something like that. Me and you did about mm-hmm. bringing them to the racetrack. But Which I had, I had had a couple free tickets that we gave away, but other than that, it, I mean, it never really turned materialized yeah. anything more than that. Yep. Yeah, because they were kind of, they didn't really want us to give passes out and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. And then last year I did, uh, I did something for the Make a Wish deal. Uh, all the guys from Cars and Coffee were doing a drive-by for a young gentleman, and I ended up sending him a care package with T-shirt, mini door, and whatnot. And I told his family that anytime they wanted to come to a race this year, let me know, and I would go ahead and pay for all their tickets because they had never been to one before, but they can mm-hmm. hear it from where they live. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're always interested. You know what I mean? But they obviously can't afford to come, so I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, if they want to go, you let me know when. I'll make sure I'm racing, for one, and I'll pay for the whole family's tickets. Yeah. So, I haven't heard from them yet, but the offer's still on the table if they're listening. Yeah, hopefully awesome. Hopefully they uh, get a hold of you there, because, I mean, I think besides you guys trying to get out and promote that thing, like you said, a lot of people didn't know the racetrack was there, and... One of the big things was the carnival this year. I mean, that brought mm-hmm. a lot of new faces down there. Exactly. The grandstands were pretty full both weekends because people were coming over to watch. Yep. I've, mm-hmm. I've noticed some families that that first week, it, first night of the carnival, when they came and watched the races, they've been back every week since mm-hmm. then. I mean, the, their kids fell in love with it. I mean, so. they don't have to come back every week, but no. if they come once a month, that's just more butts in the seats. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of the parents were saying, we only got to pay 10 bucks for this. Like, our kids get in free, and mm-hmm. 
they, they were real surprised about that. Well, and everything's so expensive now. Heck, you yeah. can't even go to the movie theater without spending a hundred oh, bucks. Yeah. You know oh, yeah, literally. So, you got to watch a movie. It's like $37 for a ticket. Yeah. And then and $42 then for popcorn. Exactly. <laughs> I Sometimes the popcorn's more than the movie. I literally went to a movie one day with twenty dollars. I paid thirteen dollars to get in or some crazy shit like that. I literally was able to get a soda and a box of candy, and I was like, "Hey, dude, you got two dollars? I can borrow." I can. Jesus, <laughs> I need two more. I, like, I need two more dollars. This, uh, this box of candy's nine dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so, so I know you do. You do got some sponsors on the car. Uh, let, let's hear who's helping you on um, that. And this year, I've got uh, KB Towing. Um, Cam Shooting Sports, an indoor gun range in Morton. Um, that guy's been on the car for about four years now, Kevin over there. Um, they're real good people. They treat me well. They actually finally talked me into getting a Foyd card. It took nine months, ten months or whatever, mm -hmm. but I finally got one. Um, we got Titan Industries. They paid for all the tubing for the new car that we built. Mackinac Valley um, powder coating, powder coated it. Um, we also got Absolute Apparel. Um, they want to do all my shirts and all my merchandise and whatnot. They're out of Bloomington. That's Austin Fager. Um, Hustler Speed Shop from Jason. Um, and one sponsor that I lost at the beginning of last year, that guy had been with me for like seven years, and I got to give him a shout-out just because he had been with me for so long, was uh, Dean over at Dirty Dean's mm -hmm. um, Motorcycle Parts and Service there in Bartonville. He was my biggest sponsor financially, and I can never – never thank him enough for how much money that guy gave me as far as to put into my program yeah. so because there was a couple of years where i wouldn't have been able to race if it wasn't for him at all so especially on my own yeah i remember seeing that name on the nose of your cars for it was, quite a few years that logo just fit on the front of the car i sent him a message at the beginning of the year you know i'm grateful for mackinac valley coming on board but I put that sticker on the car and it was it was a hard one to put on the car so i had to send him a message at the beginning of the year and let him know that hey man i didn't appreciate the sticker going here just because it was that Dirty Dean's logo needed to yeah. be there. But I can't get mad at him. He's got to do what's best for him. He didn't feel like he was getting a return on investment anymore because it's a motorcycle shop. I'm a race car. Yeah. You know, and, and, and he's one of my good friends. So, mm -hmm. and I've gained a really good friend out of that deal. So, I can't get mad at him. No. Right. He's got to do what he's got to do. Yep. yep. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Can't get mad at anybody for that. Yeah. And then, uh, other than that, I got to thank my family. Um, between my dad, my mom, and my grandma, I know I've given up a lot to, to do what I like to do, and they've also given up a lot to come watch me. And Oh, grandma, she gets behind it pretty good. Yeah. She used to sit there and watch it with her eyes closed. <laughs> well, she wasn't watching it. She'd come to the races and actually close her eyes while I was racing. She never could watch it. Really? Yeah, she'd peek every once in a while, but now she actually can sit there and watch, watch and it. not not, scared, not, not freak out. So, but yeah, she's one of my biggest supporters. I can always see her white hair sitting in the stands. They sit in the same spot, so it's pretty easy to easy pick to out. out. Dad's usually got a yellow hat on, and Grandma's uh -huh. usually got white hair, so... But like I said, other than that, those are my, my sponsors for the year. And then uh, maybe Jack's Doghouse. They always let me have my party there every year. I'm not big into bars. I don't You're drink not. a lot. But that place, I go in there a couple times a year. And even though I'm not a regular, they let me have my race car party there and let me do my thing there. And it's usually I mean? pretty packed every time you have it. Yeah. I mean, it's usually a pretty good time, too. So a lot first, of the bikers come in for it, even. Yeah, like Dean ends up bringing a lot of his friends in, yep. which is, I got 
thank those guys too. Um, Riders with Heart and those guys, they came and supported me and they donated a lot of money too. Yeah. They bought a lot of auction stuff, so I really got to thank them guys too. So That's cool. <clears throat> yeah, you got to thank the sponsors, man, people that help you out. It's, like I said, it makes these cars go in circles. I mean, it'd be harder to do it without them, yep. but it's way easier it's to, way do, easier it to do it with them. And you feel like you have something to shoot for too. You feel yeah. like you have somebody in your corner that you're trying to represent, you know, in a, in a good way. Yep. And they always got your back too. No matter what you do, like a sponsor is always going to have your back. And if they don't, then they shouldn't be on your car. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know? I mean, 99.9% of the time, if, if I do something stupid, my sponsor's like, well, did you do something stupid? Yeah. Well, at least you admitted it. Now, yeah. What are you, what are you going to do to fix it? <laughs> you know what Not I mean? be stupid next time. <laughs> yeah. Don't pull that same move next time. Right. Well, you got any questions for him? I mean, oh, yeah, I just want to know. I, I gotta, I gotta throw a shout out to Kiwi at Tasman Racewear. Yeah, he does. Uh, he does some pretty good work with fire suits. They, uh, they got me hooked up with my fire suit last year. So, how much did that cost to ship over here? I don't remember. <laughs> but it actually got here way it quicker. It got here than I on thought. time too. Like nice. it came from DHL, and I think I got a, a tracking number like on a Monday. And it was coming from overseas, obviously. And like a week and a half later, it was at my door. Nice. I was like, Kiwi, I thought this would be a while. He's like, uh, it's there already? I'm like, yeah. He goes, okay. <laughs> so that guy, I, I talked to him when he was over here. And he told me he has to drive like five hours just go to a racetrack. Because everything's so spread out over there. Oh, well, I don't know yeah. about now because he just moved. So he Did might he? be closer to somewhere. Yeah, they moved not too long ago. I don't know if they stayed in the same area or if they moved out. But... Yeah, he does have to drive quite a bit of ways to go to a racetrack. He was telling me, I was like, dude, you are nuts. Like, yeah. <laughs> five hours. I would not drive oh, five man. hours on a week for a weekly show. Oh, and man. then turn around and drive that five <laughs> hours back. Oh, God. What if it got rained out? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to know, like, uh, um, what, how long are you growing your hair? Actually, I have a haircut appointment Tuesday. You cutting it all off? No, I just want to get it off my neck. Yeah. It, uh. It's starting to curl around and touch the front of my neck, and I find that very annoying. You don't so, want to do a man bun? You will never see me <laughs> put my hair in a ponytail thank, or a man bun. Thank God. I, good to Come hear. on, Zach. I'm going to say that now. It's good to hear. Because we don't like that here at all. <laughs> I'm not picking on anybody. You do what you, you think is right for you, yeah. but yeah. you will not see me put my hair in a ponytail or a man bun. I mean, you and Austin could look like brothers right now, to be honest. Actually, Austin... Did he Even cut his off? Austin Fager? Yeah. Oh, yeah, his is short. Did he cut it off? Oh, yeah. I think he cut his short because I started growing mine long. Oh, okay. I was no, saying, I'm just you guys kidding. could look like brothers, It was just though. about the time I started growing mine long, he finally decided to cut his. So. <laughs> That's awesome. So I don't know if he did it on purpose or not. Well, we like long hair, so I always just call it mullet if they got long hair. He's like, it's not a mullet. He's like, we just just got long hair yeah, everybody keeps saying like i was walking in the track saturday and everybody's like nice mullet man and i pull my hat off and i'm like it's all the same length it's not a mullet like, it just looks like a mullet because of the hat it's just a shit ton of partying going on back there yeah. there's no business up front it's a lot of freedom upstairs it's a lot of freedom up top <laughs> no man i guess i just wanted to you know ask you that but um you know i guess i got a couple questions and they're just simple ones but um who was your uh who was your main inspiration in in racing like who inspired you to want to be a race car driver uh well i mean first off donnie montgomery and then once i got into racing um bloomquist and jason fager i mean once i met jason he he turned my work ethic around made me realize what i actually needed to do 
kind of made me learn the focus side of it. You know what I mean? Yep. So, I mean, and now that that's who I look up to every day yeah. as far as racing goes. Okay. So, I mean, I've learned so much from that guy. I can, I can never repay him for how much they've helped me. And they sure know how to feed a little guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jason or Tracy? Both. Okay. Both. Jason, Tracy, and Abby. They make <laughs> sure right. that, well, they Ab- make sure this little guy eats a lot before I leave. <laughs> Abby uh he kinda got Jason on that weight loss program there and he he was looking good. He was. I think he gained a little bit back. A little bit. It's alright. It's hard, man. We'll call it panda- pandemic weight. Well, actually I go. think that's when he was doing really good yeah, was during was the it? pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> uh but now he's back to racing, you know, it's kinda hard to get to the gym yeah. every day and whatnot, so I can't can't blame no. him for putting a few back on. Yeah. What's up? So, Zach Cool's least favorite driver. Do you have one that you don't like racing against? Um, I can't really say that I have a least favorite driver. I just don't like racing with people that don't respect everybody's equipment. Okay, makes sense. If you are the type of person that's going to go in there and not care about your own equipment or somebody else's, then I don't want to race with you. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah, because they'll take your shit out and they're like, I don't care. I sure as heck don't have a lot of money to be replacing stuff, so right. it's just a lot easier if everybody learns Drive where the brake pedal's at and drives with yeah. a little bit of respect. Yeah. I mean, there's been, you know, two weeks ago, I mean, Brayton Wallace came out and apologized to me once he watched the YouTube video, but, I mean, if, if I didn't brake check, we were both going to the wall. You know what I mean? And me knowing and being in that situation before, I'm going to go ahead and brake check. He can have that spot. I will try to pass him again. If I'm faster, I will get by him again. He was faster at that time. I did not get back by him again. So I didn't deserve that spot. You know what I mean? So, but neither one of us ended up in the wall. Correct. And that's the important part. Nobody's yeah. stuff got tore up. Nobody had to spend any money. Everybody got paid that night. So. Yeah, we kind of had that issue in the B-Mod class last night. Two guys racing for the same line and one ended up in the wall and fixing his stuff late last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard him over there with the... Uh, the impact, I heard a few uggadugas and a cuss words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> old, old big sexy back there. <laughs> yeah, I drove by with the ambulance, and that was all I heard when I drove by was uggadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadugadug
and I think he was only like 15 at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so to get that one in, that was that was probably my most memorable one. And like you said earlier, I just for some reason I've always liked those topless races. So if I could get another one, that'd be awesome. But we, like don't do block, one, we don't have a steel block. We don't have a steel block class anymore. Yeah. So for me to get a topless win, I don't know. Kinda we'll see. Hard, yeah. Why don't you throw on a crate show? Uh, maybe I can talk Brandon into that sometime. He already needs a crate show we, once a year. We were doing them once a year at a thousand to win and one hundred and fifty to start, but we're only getting ten, twelve cars show up. And yeah, true, true. He was paying the late mall payout for him and hoping to get at least eighteen, twenty, maybe. But mm-hmm. was there other tracks running that night though? We always did on a night. Spoon wasn't racing, so that would have left you making. And it was Making. UMP points. They got UMP points for those races. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that, that enticed me to go, especially being home track. Yeah. But a lot of people haven't raced there before. They might be a little scared to go. Yeah. Reputation. That's trying to get that changed. Kind of where I was going with that. But yeah. We yeah. know it. I yeah, mean, we're working on it. And it's not just one racetrack. Yeah. Every racetrack has a reputation, whether it's bad or good. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it's just all on how you look at it. If you go to a racetrack long enough, you're going to notice all the bad. Yep. Don't, matter, don't think, matter where you're at. I also think if you go to a racetrack with the intent that you're going to have a bad time, you're never going to see any positives from going. Exactly. And you're never going to have fun, so you just might as well not go. Well, that's just with anything in life. Yeah. If you're constantly looking at the negatives, and when are you ever going to be happy and find a positive? Period? Exactly. So. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I'll give you one last question before we end it, unless you got something else, Jeff. Well, after you ask him, I do got one shout-out I got to give before okay. mm-hmm. we end it. Okay, so this is a two-part question, but so what's the worst you've ever been torn up? And then explain to me why you choose the number two. Uh, the worst I've ever been tore up was probably last year at Farmer City. Um, it pushed the rack over and whatnot and junked that car. Um, it probably could be fixed, but it's a 2010, so what? what's the point? And what was your second question? How, how did you get your number and why oh. did you choose their number? Well, at first I chose the zero because of Bloomquist. Okay. And then I started the bumper business and my dad has always had an infatuation with two for two cool. The, okay. He's got a 67 Chevy Nova that's a Chevy Nova two. And then he's got the O2 Deuce, or he's got a 2000 Harley Davidson Deuce. You know what I mean? Okay. So His favorite car is the 32 Deuce, Deuce Coupe. Coupe. Heck, the dog's name used to be Deuce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so awesome. um, that kind of is where that started. And plus the two cool motorsports, when I was building the bumpers, it kind of just fit. Fit, you know okay. I mean? So I ended up just sticking with it. Well, that's cool. I like that. It's cool everybody said, the history. Everybody said I was copying Bloomquist, so that was another reason why I wanted to get away from the Zero. I mean, man, those cars were pretty dang close. Until, I know. Until you started going with the red and the white and the, started mixing it up a little bit. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, I didn't have a choice that year. I had Circle K as a sponsor. That's and they right. Wanted, that, they wanted yeah. that Polar Pop logo on the side of the car, and they wanted that blue and red, as bright as it could be. He even <laughs> had the, a little guy with a mohawk inside the Zero. Yep. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> little mohawk warrior, dude. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. That's real cool. I like learning about the number stories. That's kind of something I'm starting to do now with drivers we have on. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of interesting to know where the number comes from and why they chose it. You know? now, my grandpa was 401, so I don't, uh, I didn't take anything from that. No, <laughs> no not at all. <laughs> no. Okay. So. That's cool to know. What you got to shout out? Well, Jeff? I got to give a shout out to the nephew again. Oh, uh, he got another one. Huh? Picked up a. Another win today over there at uh, Bombers, and uh, 
That's three now, so the Minnow, he's got some work to do to catch up to his boy. That's three feature wins, and Alan's still at the big zero. Goose, Goose say, we know, we like know who the winner the is in the Stip household. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, they even moved him up a class today. Oh, so they? he ran his baby champ class, and then he moved up, and he won both heat races in the class up. But he came back after the feature. He said, I just didn't have enough power in this thing. <laughs> so he's already letting Dad know. Need more motor, Dad. <laughs> So now, congrats, buddy. I love you. Three, three, three wins in a row. Uh, you're kicking butt over there, which you kind of got to do right now because you'll be having that week off when you go on vacation with mom. So, <laughs> yeah, he, he wants that points title over yeah. there. So he, he needs to win as many races as he can right now. Definitely. Well, I think we're gonna have a good, good, good week of racing. A lot of racing with Summer Nationals mm-hmm. kicking off. Uh, Zach, you're gonna you're gonna be running this week. Or are you going to be helping? You're not going to be running when, summer. Wednesday, I'll be helping Jason. Okay. And yep. then we'll see what Peoria does Saturday. But I plan on racing this weekend yep. for myself, yes. And then, Jeff, you're going to be your normal place, Peoria, on Wednesday? Peoria Wednesday. Uh, sounds like uh, maybe Lincoln Friday. Um, then, depending on what we do on Saturday. And then East Moline on Sunday. I will be doing a lot of work this week. So, I kind of, this is my week where I don't really get to do much because it, I just work eight days in a row. So, I've got a couple of loose ends. I've got a tie up that we've been working on stuff. I got to get with Greg and get working on the website. I've got a couple of things I got to close. I got to give you guys registration. So, I've got some stuff that I can do, mm-hmm. you know, in, in my downtime, but not a lot of racing for me this week. So, that, that's always a bummer. But, um, so uh, let's let's do something fun here real quick. Okay. So with the Summer Nationals coming to Peoria on Wednesday. Yeah. We know. Well, I probably already know who he's going to pick, but. Am I allowed to pick somebody else? I mean, I don't know. You are you crewing on his car. So <laughs> Let, let's let's throw a pick out because we're not. Peoria don't officiate the late models or the modifieds. Okay. So I have no. Affiliation. Yep. yep. All, all calls come strictly from UMP, not Peoria Speedway. The only class that we officiate is the, the B-Mods. B-mods. Mm-hmm. So, UMP runs their own show. So, let's start with Zach. Pick a late mall winner for Peoria and a modified winner for Peoria. Well, my heart's going to go with Jason, obviously. But, uh, I don't know. Shirley's Shirley's tough. Yeah. When that guy comes to Peoria, anytime. anytime. Shirley's tough. Summer Nationals, especially at the beginning. You know, when they got their stuff together. So, is that who you're going with? Yeah, I'll go with Shirley. Throw the modified pick out there. Ooh, that's a tough one because I don't really pay the whole time attention to mods, and I don't even know who's coming. It's the big boys. Just uh, imagine all the big guys that are going to be there. Harrison, if, uh, McKinney, Hoffman. Krupp. If Harrison's coming, I'll say Harrison, but if he's not coming, um, I'll probably have to go with, like, McKinney. Okay. You already threw your mod pick out on your show earlier, so well, well, you can repeat it if you want, but go ahead. Let's hear your late model pick. Uh, Devin Moran. Yeah, nice. There you go. Yeah, he's coming. He's fast. Has he ever been to Peoria Speedway? No. Oh, he'll no. Figure it out though. He's good. He's say good. He, like, him and Bobby are friends. That I'm sure Bobby told him all about it. <laughs> no, he my enjoyed modified, Spoon. My modified pick was uh, Mike Harrison and Mike McKinney this week. So it, <laughs> good picks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta get something freaking yeah. going. I'm getting smoked by Keith. I was really worried about picking a big name driver because I don't know if I'll be able to get them to come on the show. Yeah, and right. so my luck will happen is I'll win one week and then I won't be able to have a guess because they, they, they're, they're all racing right, yeah. the hell tour. <laughs> right? <laughs> but I'll, I'll pick a different modified driver. Um, I will go with Will Krupp because I go. believe he'll be running. Old Shakespeare he should be. Yeah, he's good. He's good wherever he goes most of the time. So I, I got Devin Moran and Shakespeare. 
I'm going to go with the late mall side. Ever since he's got this Mars car, he has been dialed in whatever racetrack he goes to. So I'm going to go with Unzicker on that okay, one. Okay, yeah, yeah, Unzicker. That's a good Because he's, he's fast good. at Peoria all mm-hmm. the time, even with his Pierce stuff. And uh, he's he can be – those Mars cars work on the bottom, and he's good on the bottom. Yeah, yeah working already. slick pretty yeah. good too. So I'll, I'll stick with Unzicker on that one. And uh, for the mods – it's hard to go against Hoffman, but I think I'm going to go nicely because nicely has been tough everywhere Okay. Also, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he'll be a good one to watch. He always puts a good show on. Real, yeah. real good driver, too. So, All right. Well, God, we'll if, you got, the... if you got all these guys showing up, that's going to be one hell of a show. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be one hell of a show. <laughs> one hell of a show. As long as the track holds up. We're going <laughs> to put our – we got our picks in. So, next week, we're probably going to take a break. We're going to have a week off. Um, yes. We all need it. We've all got some stuff to do, and, and Jeff has got some stuff he needs to do as well. So we're going to take mean, next week off. Uh, I might surprise you guys with a solo cast or something. just depends on how I'm feeling. We'll see. But uh, until then. Go ahead. Well, let's let Zach. I don't know if Zach knows the saying or not, but let's keep it on the high side and banging, banging the, the kush. kush. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you Everybody it. knows yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> What's the t-shirts coming out that say that? <laughs> keep it on the high side, banging the kush. I don't know what we'll to talk to Carmen about that. Our sponsor at Logo Wear. Shout out to them. Thanks for making this possible. We appreciate it. Uh, Illini Racing Supply. Travis, thank you for the hat. We love him. Um, and we'll keep we'll keep all the good content coming. So, like I said, until next time, Zach. Keep her on the high side and banging the kush. And we're High Lap Heroes and we're out. (laughs) Your next stop is...